It's Friday, so we'll tell you why the Ole Miss Rebels will defeat the Tulane Green Wave, sponsored by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Also, just to note, just so you know, the Rebels play the Green Wave on Saturday at 2.30 Central Time. That'll be Jackson Dart versus Michael Pratt. You can catch every play on the Rebels hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on channel 190 or the SFM app searching Ole Miss Rebels. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I hope everybody is having a good Friday. I do want to let everybody know that to download the Game Time ticketing app, create an account, and use the code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase with a sold out game at Yulman Stadium at Tulane. That feels relevant, essentially. So, indeed. All right. The reasons that Ole Miss is going to defeat the Tulane Green Wave Saturday in New Orleans is fairly simple. First, we're going to start with Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart has come a long way in his time at Ole Miss, and every problem that has been given to Jackson Dart, he's solved. Now, Ole Miss might have lost games. This isn't about W's and L's. This is about his play and and whatever questions you have about Jackson Dart, they get answered. Whatever your question is, it's going to get answered. It might not be this week, might not be next week, but it will get answered. And at this to this point, they've all been answered in the affirmative. After week one, Ole Miss played Mercer. Now, everybody's going to say, but it was Mercer. I get that. But I reply back to that to everybody, but it was 70 the SEC games have been played in the SEC for over 90 years. This was the fourth most points in an opener by an SEC team, and those SEC teams have played worse teams than Mercer. So it was 73. Jackson Dart was the highest-graded quarterback of the week. You want to look at the top 10. He beat Blake Shapin from Baylor, who actually they, – I think they lost to Texas State. That was, It was terrible. Big 12's in danger of basically having their top two teams promote it to the SEC, that perception after this year. J.J. McCarthy, third. Drew Alar, fourth from Penn State. They're pretty pretty psyched about him, by the way. Jalen Milrow, fifth. Connor Wiegman, sixth. Connor had a really good game. D.J. Ugalele, um, seventh. He had, yeah, he was the problem at Clemson, right? Um, Talia Tagovailoa from Maryland, eighth. Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma ninth and Shadur Sanders 10th. It, it's a pretty good situation. Jackson, everybody kind of laughed at me whenever I talked about how Jackson Dart was the best quarterback in the SEC. And to this point, I've been proven correct. But the game's going to step up and it's going to get a little bit more difficult for Jackson as the season goes on. Remember, September 23rd is the game at Tuscaloosa. We need the best version of Jackson Dart for that game. Against LSU, we need the best version for of Jackson Dart for that game. But to get there, you have to do Tulane first and then Georgia Tech just to get to those two. So it's a 
it's a step ladder to get a little bit better because I do think Georgia Tech is the third most talented or the most talented non-conference game on Ole Miss's schedule. I think Tulane's probably the most dangerous just because of the circus type, type atmosphere that is going to be created. But as far as talent goes, the closest to Ole Miss talent-wise in the non-conference will be Georgia Tech. But anyway, I got a little bit off track there. Jackson Dart has answered every question we've had of Jackson Dart. If you look at what happened last year, Jackson Dart was fine last year. He got better as the season went on. He just didn't get better in certain areas that maybe Lane Kiffin was hoping about. So Lane Kiffin went out and actively, honestly, not necessarily want to push. I do not want to say they brought in Spencer Sanders to push a quarterback because that didn't happen. Spencer Sanders was brought in to start. If you look at Chris Lowe, midway through spring, he was predicting Spencer Sanders was going to be the starting quarterback. The reason he's predicting that, probably because he was fed that. But Jackson Dart was awesome during the spring. And by the end of the spring, he had just completely separated from both players. And the one way that Spencer Sanders was going to be the starting quarterback at Ole Miss was that Jackson Dart imploded in the spring because Lane Kiffin did not want to go into 2023 with 2222 version of Jackson Dart. What we got was a Jackson Dart was, that was significantly better, who had found the flaws in his game and corrected them, went out to California and worked on his game in a way that it got better and better and better. And what you saw was somebody that was driving the ball down the field that was very decisive on routes. And if that happens against Tulane, it's Katie bar the door. But if you look at what he did against Mercer, let's look in that middle zone, the middle of the tic-tac-toe board. He was 6-7, of seven, 146 yards and three touchdowns. That's a perfect NFL passer rating. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the one incomplete pass was probably dropped because he was just money in that part of the field. If you look at the deep third in the middle, he was one for one for 34 yards, 118 NFL passer rating. Those were his two weakest areas as a sophomore. Here's his numbers in those same zones in 2022. In that middle of the tic-tac-toe board that we talk about, where he had the perfect NFL passer rating, he was 27 of 56, 510 yards, three touchdowns, five interceptions, 60 NFL passer rating. Deep The deep middle third, he was 10 of 33, 446 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions, 61 NFL passer rating. Both of those passer ratings within a point of each other, not good at all. If you look at what he did in his first outing back, that's improvement. We get to see what the next step is for Jackson Dart. And I think Jackson Dart's going to make that step. Because every challenge that Jackson has had, he's contributed. Even in 2022, he was a higher-rated higher second-half player, which means in the pressure, whenever he's throwing the ball and things like that, he was actually pretty effective. And as he gets better and better and better, it's going to be a problem for other teams. Remember, I'm not comparing him necessarily. I'm not comparing this offense to the 2019 offense. I'm not comparing this offense to those Tennessee offenses last year, okay? But both Hendon Hooker and Joe Burrow in that situation were not the finished product in week one. 
It was week four or week five where you thought, oh, okay, this, this could be different. And we will see after that Alabama game, after that LSU game, those questions will be answered. If Ole Miss comes out of September 5-0, and 0, it's Katie bar the door. But we need to get there. They can do it. It's all on the table for them to do. They have the talent to get it done. They just have to do it. And, of course, in football, we all realize that weird stuff happens. I mean, USC lost to Stanford as like a 38-point favorite. It happens in college football. It just does. Anyway, today's show is brought to you by Nutrafol. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromise, just better hair. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated, natural, science-backed ingredients. Their drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering to our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com men and enter promo code Locked on college. That's all one word. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash mint, spelled N U T R A F O L dot com slash men. Enter promo code Locked on college. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code Locked on college. Now, I'm really excited about this one as well. I'd like to welcome Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles to the family because it is time to get locked on pickles. Stewart's Cajun dill pickles, that is. They offer a variety of Cajun spice products like pickles, green beans, okra, even carrots and asparagus. Here's their um, mixed jar. I have to turn it around because the label's green and it messes with my green screen a little bit. But this is the jar. Stewart's Cajun dill pickles has been pleasing pickle lovers for over 20 years now and has become the South's favorite pickle. These are truly the best pickles you'll ever have. A strong dill flavor with Cajun punch, and it does have a Cajun punch, and it has no over-sour taste. You can find these pickled products online at thepickledstore.com or at your local Rouse's Market and other Southern stores near you. Be sure to like Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickle product on Facebook and Instagram. Try these pickles, okra, or beans today. You will not be disappointed. Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles, the South's favorite pickle. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. College football season is here. And this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel, including this one. College football 
Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. I'm on this week's episode talking about why I think Ole Miss is going to cover against the two-line green wave. You can find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You will not want to miss it. All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Okay, the second reason that I think Ole Miss will win on Saturday against the two-lane green wave is the health of Michael Pratt. Michael Pratt is a really good quarterback. Nobody understanding. Nobody needs to say anything. Michael Pratt is a really good quarterback. There's no way you can get around that. But Michael Pratt got rolled up on against USA on on Saturday night. And they listed, they said he had cramps. And in the press conference, they said he had trouble getting down um, after the interview when he said it was just cramps. And cramps do not, that does not do that. And most people in the room say it's a sprained ankle type deal. Now, Michael Pratt's going to play. I'm not saying he's not going to play, but his mobility will be affected. If anybody can remember the 2014 season, Bo Wallace went down against Arkansas and had to go out of the game. Michael Pratt stayed in. He probably shouldn't, but he did. And he is in a situation to where this is this could be something that lingers because if everybody remembers what Bo Wallace went through that year, it was the Arkansas game. They did beat State the next week with him having this sprained ankle. I think Ole Miss fans need to remember that. But he couldn't exactly move around like they were hoping for him to do that. The, there were other extenuating plays at the reason Ole Miss won those, that game. And then they got boat raced a little bit by TCU in the Peach Bowl. But whenever you look at a sprained ankle, that is always a possibility of it happening. It could be something that lingers, mobility can go down. And if Michael Pratt cannot run the ball, he is probably the third best rusher on their team right now. Um, or maybe even second best rusher. It's, it's a problem if he can't run because their running game against USA was not exactly what they hoped it would be. Now, if you add that on top of the fact that this is being said, it's the biggest two-lane football game that they have ever had. This is their Super Bowl. They don't want to claim it's their Super Bowl because that is saying that they're playing a difficult opponent. The last time they played a ranked opponent at home was in the mid-2000s against LSU. The last time they played a ranked Ole Miss was in like 1956. And this is the most, this is the only ranked opponent they've ever gotten at Yulman Stadium, I believe. So this game has a chance to be very, very festive. And if you look at the game time app, this is what the pictures look like and everything. The seats, not these are not great seats, but it's about a hundred dollar get-in price. You want to get in and see this football game, it's going to cost you about a hundred bucks to go watch a game. Tulane is selling tickets at Costco for every game except this one. This one's a hard sellout. They wanted to prevent people from buying up season tickets to get this game. And they, they're trying to protect themselves from almost doing it. And 
and Ole Miss would have actually done that. I, I, know, I know several people that bought season tickets for Tulane just for this game. But because of that, because of all of this stuff I'm talking about right now, likely means that Michael Pratt is going to play on Saturday. And he's going to play a lot. Now, remember last season. Yes, Tulane went to the Cotton Bowl, and yes, they beat USC. But getting there, okay? They beat Kansas State, which that was just as impressive as beating USC, by the way. Beating Kansas State and beating USC in one year, Tulane, they deserve all the love for that. But in that K-State game, I believe Michael Pratt kind of got rolled up on again or maybe got a concussion or something. But he going into the next game against USC, I'm not 100% right. I'm not 100% sure how he got hurt. I just know that he was. During the USM game, USM blocked a field goal, blocked a punt. USM ended up winning the game. Michael Pratt, they found out that he was more hurt than he was letting on. He ended up missing the Houston game. Tulane won the Houston game, but that's not the point. They ended up dropping the Southern Mississippi game because he tried to play hero ball a little bit, if that makes sense. This being the biggest game in Tulane football history means that Michael Pratt's probably going to play. It doesn't matter what those ankles – that ankle could be in the worst, case, worst possible situation. It could be being put together by duct tape. Michael Pratt's going to play this game. So you have a potential for him to have his flu game, essentially, and completely ball out and do something that is completely legendary for Tulane. That is absolutely a possibility. Remember, Bo Wallace won his sprained ankle game against Mississippi State in 2014. More than likely, Ole Miss's offense is going to score so many points that Tulane has to throw the ball and Michael Pratt's lack of mobility is going to make him a little bit of a sitting duck back there, and Ole Miss is going to find a way to get to the quarterback. I think that is what's likely going to happen. And because of that, honestly, I don't think Michael Pratt should play this game. But you have to. You built it up way too much for him not to. Because there's a chance that Michael Pratt comes in, it's not effective. Ole Miss wins this game. The ankle does not get any better because of use during this game and the beating that Michael Pratt is going to inevitably take that it goes up against Southern Mississippi and they lose that game as well. Whenever you hear the expression, don't let a team beat you twice, that would be what happened if Tulane lost both of these games because they're going to put so much in to trying to win this game that it could backfire horribly for them once they get to Hattiesburg next week. And Will Hall is a pretty good football team. I mean, Frank Gore ran for like 4,000 yards in the GMAC Bowl or whatever it's called, or the Dollar General Bowl. The, it was the one in Mobile. But that is something everybody should keep an eye on. The health of Michael Pratt is going to play a major role in this football game. It won't be announced. It won't be talked about before the game. But the health of Michael Pratt is going to lo- go a long way in determining whether or not this line is where it needs to be. I don't know if it's going to matter that much about Ole Miss winning the game. I think it's going to matter about what this game looks like. Is the difference between this game, you know, something scary, or is it Georgia Tech last year? I think that's all interesting questions indeed. 
No, whenever we come back, we are going to talk a little bit about analytics and lines and stuff like that. You know, kind of use our heads and the numbers when it comes to this football game. But first, I do want to let you know that game time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. The current get-in price for Ole Miss is about 100 bucks. The game is sold out. Game time is your avenue to get into this game as it is a hard sellout, and Tulane fans are really jazzed about this football game. They don't do sellouts very often. They're doing sellouts at the moment because they are pretty fired up about this. They've been doing live shots from Yulman Stadium since like Tuesday or Wednesday. This is a big football game for the two-line green waves, and it would behoove everybody to treat it that way. The Game Time app guaranteed means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's pretty cool. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get images of your seat before you buy. You can see what the view is from that area before you get them. That's pretty cool. So you know exactly what you can expect. You can buy tickets in a matter of a section. Uh, second, it's like two taps and you're set. Click, click, boom, done. They're sent to your phone. You never have to dig through your email. Snag those tickets without stress from Game Time. You can download the Game Time app and create an account and use code Locked On College, all one word, for twenty percent off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Um, GameTime.co, promo code locked on college. That's CO, GameTime.co. The Rebels play the Tulane Green Wave Saturday at 2.30, and we get to see if all of this stuff that I'm talking about today comes into fruition. You can catch every play with the Rebels Hometown Broadcast on SiriusXM channel 190 or the XFM, XFM app. Searching Ole Miss Rebels. Thanks for making the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. All right. Now we move into kind of the nuts and bolts and everything because the reality sets in. Anytime you play a G5 program, uh, you're going to run into this. And Tulane's done a good job recruiting. They do a good job with transfers. And they do a good, they're, they're a good, well-coached football team. Do not go into anything that I'm about to say with any under any other explanation than Tulane is a really good, well-coached football team. Okay? But the difference between an SEC team and an American team, or an, an American team, is depth. And on a hot day, on a day when it's supposed to be in the mid-90s, on turf, in New Orleans, where the humidity is going to be cranked up. It may not be hotter than the surface of the sun because they got new cooler turf. So it's not going to be as hot as it could have been. But it's going to be hot. And remember, everybody, if there's alcohol in your drink, you're not hydrating. You're just drinking. So drink water or get ready for what will happen midway through the third quarter that has a chance to be pretty brutal. But that depth, I think, is going to take over a little bit. You're going to see this is the deepest Ole Miss football team that Ole Miss has had in my lifetime. And because of that, I expect them to really wear down their opponent, use a lot of people, and this heat is going to be less of a factor for Ole Miss than it is for New Orleans. This is a situation that Ole Miss being from Mississippi means it might be a little less humid 
but New Orleans is not going to be a culture shock like if Texas Tech came to town. It's not going to be a culture shock if as if Iowa State played down there or Kansas State. Mississippi is a similar type environment. The humidity might be a couple percentage points different, but it's still going to be hotter than the surface of the sun, whether you're in Oxford, Mississippi, or New Orleans, Louisiana. Although I do, I will say this. This is the game where everybody was worried about the new kinder, gentler um, approach to fall practice that Lane Kiffin was undertaking this year. This was the game. I did not notice a problem with cramps against Mercer. Wasn't an overly hot day. We will see if there's a problem with cramps today or tomorrow. And that heat, if it's a problem. Now, Ole Miss does have players to play, and the the drop-off from cramps is not as precipitous as it could be. But we'll see if Ole Miss can get through that as well. Now, to let you know about the analytics, let you know about the analytics a little bit. Ole Miss is a 77% matchup predictor predicted winner in this situation. Tulane is 27, 22.7. What that means is if this game was played 100 times, Ole Miss should win 77 of them. Tulane should win 23, roughly. That is what it means. That means Ole Miss is a more than three out of four favorite going into this game if my um, Simpson County fractions are about where they need to be. You see all the players that they have. There is no Ty J Spears out there. Ty J Spears was the best player. I talked to Gary Smith. He said Ty J Spears was the best player that's ever played at Tulane. He's going to star for the Titans. He's playing in the Superdome. So I imagine that Ty J Spears is probably going to be at the football game. So it'll be really, really interesting to see. But Ole Miss is a significant favorite when it comes to analytics. Again, over three to four. It, 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 that's pretty good. Now, if you look at the line, Ole Miss is over a touchdown road favorite over a ranked team. That's a big line, and I think that's going to go up considerably in the next two days. I think, I think this line has a chance to hit 10, especially if news comes out about the status of Michael Pratt, especially if it's unfavorable. So pay attention to this line. It should mean a lot to everything that's going on. But lots of stuff to take in from fans looking at this stuff. But all of this stuff that I told you is it's a W for Ole Miss. I mean, it's college football. Anything weird can happen. I guess that's the caveat you got to throw in in this situation. But if you look at analytics, you look at all the stuff that surface-wise, Ole Miss is significantly the favorite in this game. The only way that people take other than the favorite are people that are rooting for chaos or maybe the underdog story. But it, I just, I just don't see it. Whenever I look into this game, I've done keys. I've talked about what to watch for. I had somebody on talking about Tulane. And at no point during this week of preparation did I waver even a little bit hearing anything, seeing anything towards Tulane in this situation. The only thing I can think of is if this game gets sloppy, if we allow ourselves to get rattled at the beginning of the game. 
to where Tulane can build a little bit of a lead. If that happens, it could get squirrely, I guess. But if you take away three passes from Michael Pratt against USA, three long touchdowns, three explosives, that's 150 yards. Tulane get, gained less than like 260 for the rest of the game. Other than three plays, they had three, 260 yards of total offense. It's not good. Take away the explosives. They just, they don't scare me. They just, they don't. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. This Why Ole Miss Wins episode is sponsored by Stewart Steel Pickles. My pick, they sponsor all the picks on this network, for at least for this next month. Thinking 31 to 14 should be the final number. Anyway, I hope everybody that goes down to New Orleans is comfortable and safe and they return just as safe. And I hope you have a good time down there in the Big Easy. Anyway, hotty toddy. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.